0: Alright, everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers, where apparently everyone's just something.
2: Everyone's (laughs) aiming to misbehave. That misbehaving.
3: I I found her. Yes. I called her. I married her, and she is now my misbehave.
0: Alright. Oh, behave. No.
2: Really? <laughs> like, really? I haven't
0: seen that movie in forever. I need I to go watch it. I have all three of them. I don't know if you should. Oh, yes. I think that they're one of those movies no, no, that no, are better no. to remember than no, actually no. watch.
1: Like the original Ninja Turtles? No, cartoons. they're better
0: when you watch them with age. They get funnier. Now, yeah. that's
1: something I'd like to watch while high on Benadryl, actually.
0: All right. <laughs> we spoke Benadryl very apparently. <laughs> there it
3: ben, is. Benadryl is not misbehaving. No. Somehow that's being responsible, especially when you we have. Well, it
2: depends sauce. on if you're abusing it.
0: <laughs> well. I don't know if you want what has Benadryl to do Benadryl ever done to you? But you have to be <laughs> abusive to a Benadryl. It tastes nasty. Well, are you licking it? <laughs> you know, you no, just swallow. You just pop right, it your And it goes across you swallow your tongue. And ugh.
3: Again. If you break it Benadryl in half, that's a, a pill. Idea. What are it you it talking about? It comes in a personal. pill
0: form? I've always had it the, the liquid. Well, wait, like the wait, wait, wait. Wait, there's liquid Benadryl? Yeah. Yes.
1: Dang, that would really mess me up. Let's go get <laughs> Now them. she really wants to drink and get drunk. See? And Did you not watch the Hitch no. with Will Smith? I
0: he's drinking Benadryl. He
3: has, a, he has a straw in it at the end. Yeah. It's a little a sippy around. cup.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah.
3: his Benadryl with a straw.
0: Yeah. Hmm. You yeah, I should do that instead of the pills. Yeah. Now, some All people right. would
3: call that abusive. I call that very kind.
0: And with that introduction. <laughs> with that, we're going to move on because we have author Ryan... I, how do you pronounce your last name? Dicaria. Dicaria. I, w- I thought that's so what it was, but I didn't want to exactly it. how it's spelled. Yes. Uh, so, not only are you the co-host of Meeple Nation Podcast, but you're a fellow author with Mo- Immortal Works for Devil in the Microscope, which just came out... Yes, last week. Last week, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about Devil in the Microscope?
4: So, my story starts with a, a girl who is trying to uses science fairs to reach out to her lost father. Okay. So she throws herself into science and she finds out that he is indeed alive and goes to live with him. But he she soon discovers that he is a megalomaniac. Oh mad scientist. Right? And so he's he runs this lab in this small town in Florida that he created, right? So she goes to high school and realizes that there's something different about these kids. Yeah. And she realizes that they're being experimented on by all the scientists at, that work for her father. They're all mad scientists. And so the kids have to band together and choose to fight back against their parents.
0: This I is like. I already graduated. This is the awesome teen story of, I hate my mom, I hate my dad, I'm gonna fight back that we all wish we could have, but never did. I, I feel like this is like just breeding ground for paranoia. <laughs> like, there are going to be kids who are going to be
2: reading this, and they're just going to, like, start staring at their parents.
3: Well, I always figured I had to get lab mice. Thing? I've already got a daughter. I just <laughs> yeah. need some, maybe some needles now and some weird chemicals.
2: You well, can absolutely experiment on your children.
3: That's kind of <laughs> where I thought, is, is
4: if you can get enough, uh, if you ran a lab- laboratory, yeah. and all you hired was people that were questionably ethical, yeah, then what would you create, right? Yeah. And Two-headed
3: so, cat.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Ever since, like, I saw that one episode of uh, Frasier where Frasier and his ex-wife admitted that they would send their little son through the maze to get the cheese on the other end. Mm-hmm. And Frasier's just like, I've always regretted that. <laughs> I'm just thinking, that's fascinating. Well, I, I wonder mean, how long a baby it would take. And then you could, like, tell them later, by the way, when you, you were... were s-
3: fastest, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> When you were eight months, you were really stupid. But by the time you were two,
0: you were intelligent. You could find cheese from, like...
2: 20 feet away.
0: Well, I mean, in season eight of Big Bang Theory, you find out that Amy and Sheldon have been doing that to Penny and Leonard, where, hey, can you get that banana out of this box for me or just random things? Um, So it sounds like it's not too far-fetched that some scientists do do this. I mean, maybe that Obviously not with needles. Yeah. Right. And
4: there's lots of different motivations, right? Not not all the parents have the same motivation. Yes. Right? Some of them are trying to help their children Mm -hmm. and some of them aren't. Yeah, oh, so I like the mad scientist, so
3: to speak, on on behalf of some
4: of them. Right, and it depends on how far you, you would take, you know, your the, science, the power of science, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and each kid has like a different angle and a different, you know, uh, experiment that happened to them, and you know they have different feelings toward their parents for for the result of that.
3: Now, are they like genetic experiments, just medical experiments? Or are they
4: like
2: psychological experiments? Now I'm interested.
4: So, yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a combination of, of all of these, right? There's, there's different so that, things going on, different uh, the parents have different kinds of expertise. And so you start learning about each kid and, and what they have unique about themselves.
0: Yeah. So uh, your main character is a female, a yes. uh, young teenage girl. Was that difficult to write? Because, Um, um, obviously, you've never been a teenage girl.
1: Don't look at me. I wasn't either. (laughs) Hey,
2: hey, and you don't know that, Daniel. These experiments, they could be anything.
0: That could be, yes.
2: One needle, and all of a sudden, Daniel is now Danielle.
0: All right.
4: So, I think it goes back. uh, One of the first books that I remember just being enthralled with and loving was The Girl Who Owned a City. Okay. By, I think it's um, O.T. Nielsen. And it's about uh, a world where everyone older than 12 dies. Oh wow! And the kids have to survive on their own. Ooh. And so I was in fifth grade, and our teacher was reading this book to us, and it had a female, twelve-year-old uh, yeah. girl that was, you know, leading this book. And I was so enthralled in it. And I think that just from that, I started seeking these out, like uh, the Blue Sword, okay, um, and things like that, that. That I really started, you know, following these books. And and then even to uh, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, probably the greatest TV show ever. Um, so that, I just identify with that character.
0: So you've definitely done your research, and you have been able, you have inspiration and kind of guidelines on how a teenage girl would, would act.
4: Well, you know, hopefully I got somewhat close. Yeah. And she's, you know, really heavy into the sciences, which I just think is great. I think more girls should jump into STEM and...
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, My daughter loves science uh, like no other. In, right. And most definitely. Yeah.
4: A lot of girls do, and then at some point, it gets squashed out of them, yeah.
0: right? Yeah.
1: I like to blow stuff up. Does that count? That, yeah, it does. does. Yes, yes. That's science. And I love my comic science. books. I think we already established that one, but I can yeah. attest to that. I mean, when I was a teenager, I mean, I remember being, I don't want to say shafted, but as a teenage girl, you don't get a, unless it's like history or English, they just kind of look at you funny. Yeah. Which is stupid.
0: No, that and that's kind of where you're going with It's kind of right, squashed so, out of it. Yeah,
4: her. it gets, you know, as they progress through school... It starts getting you know more or harder and harder to focus on that you know? yeah. i don't know if it's just people get make fun of or you just
3: well there's also culture right yeah and and in pop culture nowadays how many women scientists are stepping up i mean everybody's got this especially especially women they 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 want to you know they want to meet a certain standard whatever standard it is mm-hmm. they, there's all different ones but how many people set up that good standard of, you know, hey, look, there's technology that you can look into. There's a lot of other things. Um, I know a lady, she's a computer scientist, work, does a lot. She used to work for uh, for uh, I, uh, Texas Instrument. Okay, I can't remember where, who she works for now, but, but yeah, she does a lot of really neat and amazing stuff, and I'm, I keep trying to, you know, I send my daughter to her, talk to more, find out more about computer science and about science in general. So my daughter's like, oh, yeah, I want science kits for my birthday. Like, oh, that's the best. Yes, yes, more and more. I think it's great that you you know you have a a role model so to speak in this book for people to look up to in that matter um,
4: i don't know how well i did on creating a you know a a authentic girl but she's definitely one that i can relate to and help other people do Mm -hmm. right to someone who cares that much about stem and wanting to connect with people around her
0: yeah no i I think culture is changing i mean Obviously, it was kind of a taboo, I guess. I mean, if you look at the movie Hidden Figures, you know, a great example of women that are really powerful, did a lot for NASA. Um, but not a lot of people knew about that. Now the movie's out, and a lot of people are like, wow, this really happened. Um, you know, so I think that that is becoming more prevalent, let alone we're finding more movies and books that do have a female lead, which I think is fantastic. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. and real world, Hetty Lamar is an actress from. 40s and 50s yep. and she is actually credited with developing what we now use for Wi-Fi mm. and until like what the 2000s I'd have to look up the timeline again she didn't get any credit for that it was yeah. all of her male partners yeah stupid men
3: hey
2: we're not that bad
1: not all of
3: you are
2: no she's saying those male yes, sizes
3: those ones those ones were, were, bad. were bad
0: and no, yes I mean they yes, someone's got to represent no I, all right, oh, right you've you got a wonderful it. thing i a horrible I'm person like, in the yeah. last hundred years yeah, yeah but i think that's whether you're a man or a woman stupid a 1940s of that's and happened. 50s
1: boys is that better okay okay
0: i'm still sticking with the scientist that's thomas edison here. over tesla
1: tesla yeah. all the way <laughs> see there you go yep. anyways direct current
0: so uh <laughs> what is it like now because you've spent time writing the book tesla the book is now out and it's on the shelf, people can go, go buy it. I mean, that has to be a surreal feeling. Yeah,
4: it's, it's right. awesome. It's been a long uh, road, right? Yeah. So I've been writing for a long time. Good a long uh, always having a hard time finishing things, right? You, you yeah. write something, you're not sure what to do with it, so you write something else. Yeah! And then you're not sure what to do with that, so you start on something else.
1: Yeah. Do short stories. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> See? That sounds See? like my cosplays. That's, that's
2: just got an endless loop, right? I have so many great ideas, but every single time they start to get on, like from my brain to the paper, all of a sudden, somewhere in that transition, they become crap. And so I go on to something else.
4: Right. So that's the one thing that really helped me along as I finished something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually wrote the, the book as a screenplay first. Okay. And decided there wasn't much I could do with it at the moment. So I was going to re- rewrite it as a young adult level. Mm-hmm. And I really think it came to life at that point. Nice. And so a lot of it, I'm hoping, is very cinematic. Uh, in the descriptions and, and what's going on in the book, and also some of the ending for the screenplay is still available. I haven't finished. I stopped oh, earlier. Yeah. So now I know how some of the next book is going to end. So nice. I'm excited. I'm in the process of writing the next book. How yeah. many will will there be eventually? Um, I'm only planning three for now. Okay.
0: That's that's a good number.
4: But it should be good. Yeah. Right. I've had uh, in my critique groups reading the some of the earlier chapters. And they're liking it a lot. Good. And and one thing is there's, you know, the first book you have to kind of build the mystery, right? Yeah. You just got to explore and figure things out. And the second book, you don't have to worry about that. You just go full full bore, and it's, so far it's been a lot of fun nice. to
0: write. So the editing part, just because I've been through it myself, how was that difficult? Was that easy? I mean, because you know, you have this, you've kind of put it out to your group and that and got their critiques, but then you have someone that's saying well, I don't know about this, or, or whatever. Or was it not that difficult?
4: Well, it was time-consuming, for sure. Yeah. But I, I really wanted the feedback, right? I mm-hmm. wanted to make this book better. Yeah. So I wasn't... Um, I was hoping that I would get a lot... There were still a few things, though, that was still painful, right? Uh, yeah. You mm. You're like, what? what? Uh-huh. One of my best lines. Why are you telling me to cut it out? Yeah. So oh, it's a I little, hate that. Yeah, it's a little, uh, little painful... Um, but once I started digging in, uh, it just took a while. That's yeah. And a lot of what I had to do was uh, describing things. Mm-hmm. so I would get in the chapter and I would just go into the dialogue and, and the action and then my editor would say, no, you haven't explained what we, where we are mm-hmm. and what it looks like and who's there that
0: that show not tell type stuff. right Well, yeah.
4: I just wasn't you know doing anything. Oh okay. so just so just to, like when you get into a scene, like what does this schoolroom look like? okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. You leave that to the set dresser. Well, yeah. <laughs> you see it in your head. I, I yeah. understand where he's coming from. I did and the so same thing. just
4: like in the screenplay, you don't worry about any of that. Yeah. So when I was translating it, sometimes it just would. And it made sense, right? Be, oh, yeah. I haven't described this person yet. Yeah. I'll just put that in. So there was a lot of those little elements that I had to add to it. Hmm. Um, that reminds
0: me. I need to describe what you look like. All right. Oh, <laughs> I
1: need to be described <laughs> now. Can I be a blonde? If yeah, you want yeah. to be, Handsome. make me a blonde.
0: Mm, rugged. Yeah so muscular. yeah i'm working on my second book amazing hair i'm kind of using these two as models for my book oh the sarcasm is <laughs> lovely it's <laughs> awesome
2: they even have the same names it's sort, right, of. So sort, of.
4: Of. sort of sort of back to what we're talking about with finishing things that's the one thing i loved about neil gaiman's writing advice right yeah so his first one is just write, mm-hmm. and then put one word in front of the other choose the right word and then the next one is finish it. Yeah,
0: finish something. I mean, almost any author that's actually out there—that's the thing they suggest: just finish what you're working on, um, even if it's crap. Just right. finish it, move on to the next thing. That way, it's done. Um, so that's what, its
4: one of the harder things, right, to finish it. <coughs> oh yeah. So, um, but yeah, plowing through and um, just at first, just getting a lot of—it's uh, not even rejections; it's just nothing, right now. Mm-hmm. You, you send stuff out there and just hear nothing. Um, and that's the hard part. Yeah and then you get a few rejections here and there but mostly it's just nothing yeah but then someone bites right so you never know when that bite's going to come
2: yeah. okay so here's a question for yes. you are you uh, one of those prepared writers like you, you, you analyze outline everything and... outline you build and then you write or are you like one of those people that just sits down like chapter <laughs> like one I have no idea where this is going here we go it's an adventure are you yes. make fun of me I'm
0: because that's exactly I am what jealous i jealous because I tried <laughs> to do
2: this. I tried to do that in my last one, and literally I would go and then I went, wait, this would be an excellent part in the middle. But why would they get there if? Oh, I have to rewrite this. Okay, okay, now it makes sense. Wait, no, no, I need to go back and rewrite it again. And it just it doesn't. So I'm oh, go ahead. Oh no,
3: I was just thinking. I, from what I'm aware, there's a lot of writers who do have that style <clears throat> where they don't even know how their main character is going to end up on top, or even if they will. Yeah. And are you that way as well, then? Uh, I'm a big
4: outliner. Okay. So there's still a lot of that discovery writing once once you do have your outline, mm-hmm. but it's really nice to have that, that roadmap. And what I found is having the screenplay was a very, very excellent outline. Oh, yeah. So even though I outlined a little bit for the screenplay, too, that having that was way helpful when I actually yeah. started writing. But yeah, I, I do love making an outline and just thinking through the whole plot first.
0: Yeah, I just have an idea of what's going to happen in the story, and then that's it. And some people do that. They'll figure yeah. out
4: what their temples are, yeah. and then they'll discovery right between each moment.
0: Yeah, I mean, Chris Hussberg, crazy he, he's, he he's a discovery writer as well.
1: Um, I'm a discovery cosplayer, so I kind of get it. Yeah. See, I
0: have to put on music,
2: I have to get on my treadmill, and I have to run. And until I can find something that excites me enough to keep moving, mm-hmm. like, it just, I can't. I feel like my writing is just bland until that point of excitement hits.
3: So you run until you're excited to move? That sounds backwards.
2: No, I keep moving until I'm excited to move.
3: Is it's an torture. adrenaline thing.
2: It's torture, exactly. Oh. It's that adrenaline once that kicks in. And then I, once the outline is good enough at that point, then I write it down. But you're saying just get a basic outline and go. Yeah. We're talking to a lot of budding writers because there are a lot of people who want to get started and yeah. just don't know how.
4: Right, so this is a lot of you, a lot of thinking ahead of time. That's all outlining is, is you yeah. think about it and think about it, and you start connecting your points together with you know what you think is going to happen. And then at some point you start writing these down, and then you think about them some more. And so it's still the same process, right? You're still discovery writing, but you're just thinking it out, thinking it all the way through.
0: You're just putting your notes in advance. You're
4: putting your notes down, connecting them, and then at some point you have enough of a story outlined that you go in and actually put the words down.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think outlining is kind of like a lost art in a way because I remember learning it in like elementary school and stuff and then by the time I got to junior high and high school eh not. I enough.
0: failed at it. I hate outlining. <laughs> with a, I, I just can't do it. I don't know. I'll sit there and I'll just stare at the page forever but I can sit in front of my laptop or my iPad and just start writing. But if I start to outline it's just like yeah everything just See, that's funny the whenever, light goes out.
3: Whenever I try to write I always do better with a paper and a pencil, I don't do well typing. There there are some people that do that. I can't type stuff out fast enough. Yeah. I can write it out fast enough. My only problem is I can't read it after yeah <laughs> i know some people
0: that handwrite stuff. stuff um, Kevin J Anderson actually takes a voice a voice recorder and a will go on a hike and he'll dictate out the entire book just that way and then he hands it up well he's big enough he can hand it off to someone it off to they type it up. they type mean, up how i mean that's So he is it uh, so everyone is different in, the, in their style and how they go about it's writing. Fine. I would
1: imagine your somebody style? like
3: that as a father would tell some great bedtime stories, right? You'd
0: think you think. wouldn't need books. He, I mean, he's Isn't that told how told Star the Wars started? and all sorts of things. Yeah, and so is Wizard of Oz. Yeah. 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 They, they, were star- they were bedtime stories. And I think even Harry Potter. Yeah, I
3: thought Harry Potter was and the, th- yeah. th- Yep.
1: And I think Grimm were just, like the Grimm fairy tales were just well, I don't word know of mouth <laughs> until not the TV I show. I
3: bedtime stories is what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> Nighttime stories, maybe. Nighttime stories, yes. But
1: you stories have to remember to this was kids. back in the Middle Ages. To scare it was them exactly. from
0: going out at night. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't to help mm. put your kid to sleep. No, it wasn't. It, wasn't. To it
1: was to teach him the way of the world.
3: Something.
0: Yep. Well, hmm. Okay. I, getting back to the
2: book, um, can you tell us anything about some of the favorite characters, or oh. that you, were just so much fun to write?
4: Uh, well, good uh, question. I, Protagonist Annika is probably my favorite, but a close second is a character named Bolsoor who is a mystery to her. And she—he's really tall and um, can't move very well. But he gets—he climbs in this uh, mini Cooper that he's taken the seat out of and put like, like a race car plastic seat thing that they have those long ones. I like him already. He gets this in, and he can't talk. Right, so she communicates by asking him questions and like noticing the the. In it of how his eyes go. And so over the, the course of the book, she starts learning how to com- you know communicate with him. But he gets in this little mini Cooper and just speeds through the whole city. And he's really in control, right? So he's just jetting through this whole city and a small city that's you know in the middle of the swamp in Florida. Mm-hmm. And everyone just kind of stays out of his way. And uh, so that's one of my favorite characters uh, in the book is the interaction between... Uh, Annika and this mute guy that she just doesn't understand. But she, be, she comes to trust him because he's there to protect her and, and she doesn't really know why. So there's a lot of mystery involved. Okay.
1: So is he a fellow student
4: then? No, he's an adult.
1: He's an adult, okay.
4: Right, and he's, so something something's wrong with him too, right? He, he's not normal. And she, does, she doesn't normal? even know why, right?
2: Nice. Now, the next question, why Florida?
4: So... Uh, Is it the gators? It's the gators, isn't it? The gators are awesome. They do come into play, right? There's there's an alligator. Nice. But it's the, the with Mad Science, one of the, I guess, cliches that you have is the the lightning coming down, you know, bringing Frankenstein, or the Frankenstein's monster to life. Mm -hmm. And so Florida has what they call Lightning Alley, which is one of the most lightning strikes in the world, right? Pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. Which is where so, mad scientists would probably so, can right, you. So in my story, um, I'm kind of hinting that we gave up on lightning too quickly, right? We figured out electricity and then lightning was just something that happens. Yeah. But what if there's something it
2: contains one point twenty one gigawatts. What if Ooh.
4: there's something in lightning that we haven't discovered yet? So that's kind of you know, I, I hint at it a little bit that there's some more there's more power to lightning than just regular electricity. And so, Lightning Alley between that and then Florida, and then you have Gators, so that works out well
2: too. <coughs> lightning Gators, I'm sold. Lightning Gators and Mad scientists I love I, I love. Lightning. There were commas in, in there, fact, guys. I'm not saying that there are Lightning Gators in the book. I'm just saying
0: Lightning, comma Gators, I comma. Would be I am very sold. scared of the lightning. Semicolon.
3: I am that sold.
2: That sounds yeah.
0: terrifying. No, uh, I love lightning. I mean, it's one. Uh, I will sit and watch it, like like no other.
1: It's on your shirt.
0: It's on my shirt. But not only that, it's, uh, I, I had it in my book. I mean, that was kind of the thing that happened to herald the Dragon coming in. And that, but uh, lightning is just awesome. And to have the book kind of in that lightning alley, uh, there's so many cool things that could happen. Hmm. I'm t- My brain's just spinning now. I know. I know all I the know, wonderful evil scientist things that could happen.
3: Can you guys right. do the rest of this interview? I'm going to start reading <laughs> Well, that. I've, like, I've noticed that your book's available at quite a few different places. Yes. Um, I'm noticing it's here on Amazon. Yes. Um, Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble.
4: So it's on uh, Amazon. Um, I lost the word. Uh, or it's free. Kindle. Kin- oh, Kindle. No, Kindle, it's uh, Kindle Unlimited. Unlimited? Yeah, Kindle Unlimited. So, yeah. It's on, so it's on Kindle Unlimited right now, so
0: you
1: can get it. Yeah. Are you going to uh, have mm-hmm. a audio book?
4: Yes, it will be an audio and they've had a couple of auditions so far That yeah. So I'm excited
0: to that, That's the, that. the great thing about uh, Immortal Works Is all their books will be in audio oh, format. Good to know. Um, They're a little bit later than the, the book release But yeah
1: Hey when I'm typing emails at work that's and, and how and I, I know yep. up.
3: I, th- I think they're great especially when you're driving Long distances mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to drive an hour to work both ways and Or an hour each way anyways And, and, and uphill
2: old. both times too
3: well, there was a hill over there and one yeah, on the other side. Yeah. So, yeah. technically, yes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but beside the point, audiobooks are nice when you're yeah. driving.
2: Sure. Yep. Or when you're mowing the lawn. That's how I catch up. On I the can lawn never lawnmowers.
0: do it when I'm mowing the lawn. My mower's too loud. <laughs> earbuds. Yeah, earbuds. I have earbuds.
3: Like earbuds. Crank it up. Yeah. You need noise canceling earbuds.
0: Okay. You know they
2: have electric lawn mowers now.
0: Yes, and they suck. I've already had one. Got rid of it. Really? Yeah, I love my riding lawnmower.
3: Mm. Oh, a riding lawnmower. Oh, yeah.
2: I, I almost have an
0: acre. Does, does it have a name? Lazy. No. Oh, I almost have an acre. Yeah. And okay. I push. okay, you I come push over. I want you rig- to come over to rig- my rig- my, rig- my house and you can push mow my I, yard. I push mow my own.
2: I don't need to push <laughs> I'm almost else. an, I an to acre. I push mow my parents'
3: <laughs> yard. Do you remember that place, Scott? Yeah. Y'all yep. are a bunch you of people. have there too. Yeah, that is a big place. My parents just recently got a riding lawnmower has uh, a lot of fun. I love mine. Oh, I what love is so great mowers? about lawnmowers? The th- coolest part about the this one is my ones. parents' yard is actually shaped like a off-road track. And so when you're not <laughs> with having the blade engaged, it actually goes this really fast. This is where bad. my yeah. estrogen is not
1: getting it.
0: Yeah,
3: It's okay. You know, I didn't really think that it was hormones that had anything to do with understanding how much fun it is to go fast. Whether it's a lawnmower or a go-kart or a car...
1: I just don't get the go. I just you don't, don't get, don't the, get the, the speed thing. No, I get the speed thing. Just not the lawnmower thing. If
3: a lawnmower goes fast, it's all
0: about speed. Not the lawnmower. We're all about getting like <laughs> tangent, don- tangent at all. Wow. Topic. It's what so, we do. I don't <laughs> know how to come back things. from this.
2: Well, we go back the way we came. We go from lawnmowers to audiobooks to... I don't know how we
3: got to lawnmowers from
0: audiobooks, but...
3: It, uh, because we listened to audiobooks <laughs> while we're mowing the and lawn. And now we're going
0: back right. to the lawnmowers. <laughs> do you see this? So, so pulling back, back... to the
2: book. When when do you think we can
0: expect that audiobook? I
4: have no idea. Yeah. Okay. He see
0: doesn't you. have... A, yeah. See. I'm still waiting for mine, too. Yeah. It will come. One day. But it's on an ebook and physical book yes. is out. Uh, who did the cover? Of uh, uh, your, your friend, book will
4: come I will have to Look it up
3: Really quick Oh I did find the cover I wanna see It's pretty
1: Ta-da. Ooh Dude That's awesome You know what that reminds me of That reminds me of like The Lightning. first season of Fringe Poster
2: <sighs> I love Fringe
1: Yeah it creeped me out But Oh yeah absolutely
2: came. Like I couldn't watch it When it first came out But now I go back And I love it
1: Mm-mm, No
4: so, my uh, cover art was by Ashley Sherry Liderski.
0: Okay.
1: She did oh, a it, good job.
0: It, it's a great little cover. It definitely um,
1: grabs your attention. Oh
0: yeah,
3: I love the. Yeah, I was the, pretty
0: excited. I love the kind of blue green color scheme where you have all the science stuff in the background. So it's it's a fantastic cover.
4: And the lightning. Yes, yeah. It has lightning. And yep. You see what else it has on there? It might be a little hard to see in the ebook. What's on her shoulder?
0: Oh rat. Right a rat my daughter would love you so uh,
4: she has a pet rat so I like okay. it. well my daughter's <gasps> going to read
0: this oh, no.
2: oh. I see it now anyway.
0: yeah my my daughter has two pet rats they never leave her room cute but uh creepy they're awesome she uh, loves rats them. are adorable so I have to uh, and I'm going to have to tell her she's going to want this
3: book my daughter's got a pet mouse yeah. her mouse never leaves the room but that's because it's not allowed to you're yeah. all crazy I my have
2: cat eats dog. like mice and rats and I'm very proud of him so Yeah, good for him
3: that's awesome. I don't eat mice or rats. That's and weird. he's a murderer. Yes, yes he is. No,
1: no, no he's a just a,
3: he's, he's a hunter. He's,
1: he's a a a carnivore. Whatever. He is. He's not right. a murderer. Semantics. So don't need to judge this cat Semantics. because he eats. Semantics. Some mouse. Hey, well, you you know is, he an e-
0: is he an evil scientist cat? Then it would be even better.
3: Well, instead of eating the mice,
0: he's experimenting. He would experiment on, on a them a and her then her eat them to see if he was making a better mouse. He tell us a little bit about her rat. Does he have a name? No, no. no. Scott, yeah, you've been yes, shut name, down.
4: Its name is Seven.
0: It's As important. It's and important the to the story, so he's not going to tell you. Okay. Okay.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. We accept that logic. It's
0: not, it's yeah. it's not a huge <laughs> plot point. <of> story. <laughs> that's okay. That's right. I mean, it sounds so much better though.
3: <laughs>
4: right. It's 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 pretty much just a rat, but there's it it, it it is a part of the story.
1: So. It's not like a secret of Nim thing, is it? No. Okay.
0: Hey, that's an awesome movie.
1: That movie creeps me out. gives me nightmares. What? That was a good
3: movie.
0: Oh, I loved watching that when I was a kid. Me too. It was like on rewind. Yes. Because we couldn't skip to the beginning. It was just... I
4: love all things Mad Science. Yeah. Frankenstein to Ghostbusters. Yes. Uh, Jillian Holtzman from the Ghostbusters reboot is one of my favorite characters Hmm. created. I think she's fabulous
0: nice now where can the listeners find you because uh, on social media you have a website and then there's the podcast
4: yeah so you can find me my website is madsciencefiction.com and uh, my podcast is meeplenation.com okay you can find me there and uh, we just talk about board games and it's awesome nice and you can find me on twitter at Decaria and on facebook just search Ryan DeCaria.
0: okay Nice. So I and love and the and fact that you're embracing the mad scientist with so your, your web address.
4: There's, there's not a lot out there right now, right? Yeah. And I I feel a pull towards it, so I thought you know let's jump jump in, uh,
0: yeah. you know. Well, there used to the be. I I it seemed like the what the 40s and 50s. there's always the mad scientist. Oh yeah. Event. But we, we can't forget all Young Frankenstein. Right. That's how yes. I was introduced to so mad scientists. Yes. So yeah.
4: You had those early mad scientists. Yes. Jekyll and Hyde. You had the Invisible Man.
1: Swamp Thing.
3: The human fly,
4: and then you had Young Frankenstein and um, Doctor Strangelove. Yep. Right, you had these um,
3: comical, great parodies of yes. mad
4: scientists, and then it kind of st- killed that far going forward. You can't yeah, really have die the that classic mad scientist anymore because of the parody. Yeah, no,
0: Johnny
3: Depp can't surpass Gene Wilder. Right, no. so <laughs> yeah.
4: so then you get into Ugh. Doc Brown, right, and yep. he really started this new trend oh. of mad scientist and you had. Um, in Ghostbusters. Um, Egon. Egon Spengler. Yep. And this great uh, mad scientist and, and it's kind of gone forward but then now you have Rick from Rick and Morty mm-hmm. <laughs> who's the parody of it now, right? I mean, they even had this the point where the actors from Rick and Morty did lines from Back to the Future. Oh yeah, and, I saw that. And, and so it's, it's gonna, I don't know, you can have that same Doc Brown kind of character anymore after Rick and Morty. So we'll have to evolve it, and so maybe yeah. maybe I'll be a part of that. Yeah,
3: hmm? I guess it's hard to go back after Pickle Rick. Yeah, Pickle Rick. Yeah. One of one of my growing up, my, my favorite mad scientist. Well, I don't know. I, I was I was still young. I was in elementary school. Is right when they came out with uh, the first, the first Captain Underpants, and the perilous plot of Professor Poopy Pants, and he was a mad scientist, yes. a very disgusting mad scientist, but quite comical,
0: and it was enjoyable. There was uh, Dupin Schnorf. From uh, oh, Doofenshmirtz and <laughs> Forb, or Doofenshmirtz, yeah. I love Doofenshmirtz. Phineas and Ferb, yeah.
1: He's always outsmarted by a platypus. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> he's still oh, a mad scientist. Right. Perry the Platypus. Yeah.
4: So I, I like them as villains. Um, I like them as the mentor character, and um, you don't see a lot of you know protagonists though. Yeah. And so as my character evolves, we're going to see her become a mad scientist.
0: Nice. Wow. It's going to be interesting. Of
4: the, the the books. All right. And so I'm excited to, to present a new kind of mad scientist.
2: Yeah. The new breed. Yes. The female
3: mad scientist. Well,
2: oh, you everyone. better watch out.
0: So go out, pick up your copy of Devil in the Microscope. Uh, it sounds like an amazingly fun book that's filled with science, alligators, lightning, and so much more.
2: And wrapped. But and sh- rat. Sh- You didn't hear it from us.
0: Sh- seven. But with that said, uh, go pick up your copy, uh, ebook or physical book. Uh, go out there and please drop a review. I mean, that's the most really. important thing for authors. Uh, you, if you love the book, great. Put a review out there. If you didn't like it, be nice. Come on, I, I I've read so many reviews where people are just brutal, and it's like, no, just be nice. Constructive. You don't. You, you be constructive. You don't need to ruin someone's day. Um, but definitely leave a review because that helps. Every review helps.
2: I get a feeling that Daniel just got a bad
0: review. Oh, I, I've had two. They were soul-crushing. It, it's, just, yeah, they're not fun.
3: Well, from what I've been seeing on here, the reviews that he already has, they look pretty good. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're holding a, a current, uh, sorry, I had to count, four and a half out of five stars. Sweet. Pretty good, and you've got seven reviews already. You said he just came out last week? Yep. That's a review a day. That's pretty good so far. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I read it really, really fast.
0: <laughs> well, it's that awesome of a story. So, all right. Pick it up, read it. Pick it up, yeah. read it. And uh, with that said, we're out of here. Bye. Thank you. I'm Pickle Rick. Are you a fan of Dungeon Crawlers? Then it's time for you to level up your experience. Download our episodes that are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And not only that, we want to hear from you. We want to know
3: who you want to hear on the show. What author, what celebrity, What? game designers
0: you want to hear not only that we also want to hear what you like about the show so with that said please reach out to info at email us on twitter or facebook and let us know what you want to hear on this show because we want it to be as much of your show as it is ours so with that said we're out of here and we'll catch you next time